Do you love to read but struggle to see print? Bookshare is a nonprofit ebook library that makes reading easier for people with low vision or blindness. Members can read in ways that work for them with ebooks in audio, large print, and digital braille. Get unlimited access to over 1 million titles, including New York Times bestsellers, periodicals, upskilling books, and more. Bookshare is free for New York Public Library patrons or U.S. students with a qualifying disability. For more information, visit bookshare.org today. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome, everybody. My name is Ron Miller. I'm glad to be back with you again. And uh, I am the Blindness Technology Training Specialist with Vispero. And we have another great hour to spend together. But we have a little bit of a different thing happening today. Joining me is Elizabeth Whitaker. Say hi, Liz. Hi, everyone. It's nice to be back. It's been a while. It's great to have you with us. It's not yeah. just not just me doing a <laughs> solo monologue here. <laughs> so I appreciate you being here. Absolutely. What are we going to talk about today? What's new in JAWS, ZoomText, and Fusion 2023? Now, you may know that we just released an April update, but we're actually going to go back and talk about some of the enhancements and features from December up to the present. Absolutely right. Now, some of you are thinking, well, ZoomText, how are we going to do that on a podcast where we don't normally do a lot of visuals. We don't share our screens. We don't normally have our images up on the screen. This is going to be an absolute, uh, absolute uh, descript fest. So we're going to tell you about these features. And those of you that are Zoom Text users or are working with people that are Zoom Text users will hopefully leave here armed with enough information to check these features out. Yeah, and one of them actually, we and we'll we'll tell you more about this, but we have a video that you can find on our YouTube channel that if you're a Zoom text user or you know someone who is, or you just want to know more about this feature, it describes the feature and shows it in use. So we will be talking about that in a little more detail. Absolutely. So let me start us off with true center tracking, which is it's a new alignment and tracking feature in Zoom text and fusion. Um, to me, and I'll have to put it in a uh, sort of a theoretical thing because I don't use Zoom text, but to me, it really sounds like a useful feature um, in trying to visualize this <laughs> based on memories uh, from the 1960s and 70s and, and what screens looked like and how they might look now. Um, I think it sounds like it might be useful depending on what level of magnification you use and how you use your Zoom text. Um, the true center tracking affects the way uh, Zoom text or, or uh, Fusion actually makes your screen look and move as you're using to, uh, you're using your mouse, you're moving your mouse around as you type text or you navigate menus and dialogues and uh, other program controls. So normally, as you're moving around, as your focus moves around, um, Zoom text actually moves the window, scrolls it up, down, left, right, uh, to keep the, the the focus in view, and that's known as tracking. Okay, and alignment controls how this scroll actually works, um, how it tracks items in view. In in earlier versions of Zoom Text and Fusion, there was only one center tracking option, and it would scroll the window, the zoom window, to keep the tracks uh, object centered 
uh, in the magnified view. So whatever you're, whatever you're working on, whatever focus is, was kept in the center of the window. Um, as you approached the edge of the screen, though, you, you're moving your mouse over to the left or to the right or whatever, um, the mouse pointer would leave the center of the screen and start moving toward the edge. Okay, and that's that's the default option for for now. And so you can you can run your mouse up to the the edge of the screen if you do it right. Um, and so it it is enabled by selecting just your center tracking. Okay, if you uh, if you invoke the true uh, the true center tracking, um, looking at my <laughs> I shouldn't read and talk at the same time. I told you this last week, right? Um, if you enable the true center tracking, it still keeps your focus in the center of the screen, just like your traditional tracking will do. The big difference is that as you approach the edge of the screen, the edge now moves into the center of the viewing area, and you have a background color that appears. So it is, it's as if as you slide, let's pretend you're sliding your mouse pointer to the left, instead of your mouse coming over, 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 and finally bumping the edge, um, you get the visual effect of the window. The window edge starts to pull to the right as if you're moving that edge. That edge, um, Your focused area stays in the middle of the screen, but that edge moves closer and closer to the center. So it looks like you're you know, sweeping it to the right, and there's a background that appears, a background color. So it gives you that visual effect of, of moving that window. Okay. Um, if you wanted to invoke that true center tracking, Let's see if I can show you how to do this, okay? So I'm going to, I'll give us speech. Full speech. And I'm going to move us into uh, Zoom text, to the Zoom text window. Zoom webinar, mute. Oh, Currently okay. on the launch meeting webinar, host in blindness technology, Fusion Professional. There it is, finally. Fusion Professional, magnifier tab, magnifier. Okay, so I'm on the magnifier tab right now. I'm on the, the magnifier toolbar, okay? And I'm going to move to the magnifier button, and I'm going to press Shift-Tab to get us there because that's the fastest way there. Fusion menu button collapsed. Magnifier tab. Navigation. Navigation button and collapsed. There's my navigation button. by M, comma, N. Sorry, I talked over her. I do that a lot recently. Anyways, there's my navigation button. I'll press Enter here. Enter. Menu. Tracking. T. Okay, and I'm going to choose alignment. A. Uh-huh, that's what I'm looking for. Mouse. M. Panning. P. And I want alignment. Alignment. Enter. Leaving menus. Navigation settings dialog. Within edge margins radio button checked. One. So, finally, once we get into navigation and then finally into alignment, you've got a couple of radio buttons. You've got within edge margins. If I arrow down. Centered within the zoom window radio button checked. So two my, of two. My radio button. I should not talk over her. With my within radio. <clears throat> With it set to centered within the next, centered within the zoom window. Within edge margins, radio button check, uh, edge margin spin control. Centered within the, within go. edge margin, centered, centered within, within the zoom window. The zoom window. Enter. I'm going to tell you what I just did because this is taking up a lot of time. Let me just tell you where we're headed because Liz has stuff she wants to show you too. So in the navigation menu where I took us, you want to choose alignment, then when that navigation settings dialog appears with the uh, alignment tab displayed, you're going to choose that radio button that we talked about and 
the center alignment setting will be there, as you heard. Okay. Visually, you'll see a red arrow shows in the location of the center alignment options, and that's where we were. Um, true center tracking is off by default, as I said. You've got to you've got to choose the center of window, and then you can tab to a checkbox, and you check it. You'll select enable true center tracking. That's turned on. Okay, and you can enable it at the one X, or you can enable it at both so that it will track whether you've got magnification at 1x or higher, okay? You've got some other options. You can choose the background color that's uh, best visible for you. Set the settings that you want or that you need to customize how this looks, and you can click OK, and you'll invoke the True Center tracking, okay? To save your changes, you're going to go to the Zoom Text menu, Mouse Configurations, and you'll do the, the Save as Default. Now, I told you that a whole lot faster than I could actually do it. I apologize for that. I did run through this. Um, Zoom text is not my forte. <laughs> I'll be working on that. But um, that's the directions for doing it. And I will tell you, if you want those directions as a step-by-step, send me a note at rmiller at vispero.com. Again, R-M-I-L-L-E-R at vispero.com. And I'll be happy to send them to you written as an email as a step-by-step. Okay. We also have... I'm sorry, Ron, I didn't mean to cut in there. We also have this demonstrated visually as well in a video that's That's on our Freedom Scientific Training uh, YouTube channel. So if you go to YouTube and you look for Freedom Scientific Training, you'll look for the Zoom text playlist and you should find it there. And uh, so, you know, then you can see it in action as well. It's also a much smoother presentation than what I just stumbled through. <laughs> See, let the experts do it, right? Oh, my goodness. Leave brain surgery to the brain surgeons, I think. Anyways, the other thing I want to tell you about is tethered view. So when you're using higher magnification levels in Zoom text, <clears throat> excuse me, and in Fusion, um, an activity often occurs uh, outside of the magnified viewing area, because as you push that, you know, as you as you zoom in, you make that magnification view uh, or that level higher. Of course, what's centered on the screen, your focus area, uh, pushes more and more stuff off to the side as what's being magnified is increased. So tethered view opens up a window inside the magnified area, and it brings that activity that might be off to the side into focus. Okay, Um, I'm not going to make the attempt to show you where this is because I did it so beautifully last time. I'll just tell you that this is available in the Windows Start Area uh, search. It's in the Word Comments pane, and uh, you can see it there. You'll see it in the Excel (laughs) format formula bar. So there's a number of places that this shows up. Okay, Um, again... The steps to do this, and I'll be happy to send this to you. Do we have a, do we have a video on this one too, Liz? Do you know for tethered view yet? Uh, we do have a video, and if you're interested in that, send us an email because I'm not sure if that one is on YouTube. But we did we did actually cover this in a webinar back in December. I thought we had. Uh, or was it? Yeah, when it, back back a few months ago. Um, on what's new in Fusion Suite 2023. So we did cover it and someone did talk through that video during the webinar. So you can always go to our webinars on demand page from our training page to find that as well. Yeah, and I recommend that to you if you want that step-by-step or again, I'll be happy to send it to you. 
Um, but you'd, you'd go into the magnification, a magnifier tool tab where we started, select the window button. Uh, you can choose tethered view, choose enable, and then you, you can, it's a toggle. Okay. You can t- toggle tethered view on and off, choose settings to customize, uh, you know, your, your tethered view uh, settings as you want. Okay. And then you, you can save that. And that works in a number of places. So again, tethered view and the, uh, the true center view, those are both worth your time, worth looking at. Okay. So that are those two. And I'm just, let me uh, step past a few things here. Here we go. Tough when I get ahead of myself, right? <laughs> so um, that is what I've got for our, our What's New Features for Zoom Text. Liz, do you want to move into your piece? Sure. We're going to talk about some of the new things for JAWS, right? I can, I can do JAWS, yeah, if you wanted okay. to do that. Yeah, let's talk about them first. And then what I'm going to show you guys today is I, I want to show you how to update JAWS from, yeah. you know, and we're going to talk about how to update all three products from within the application itself and i want to show you where to go if you wanted to download the update from the web page and then also i want to talk a little bit about the licensing portal so if you're maybe upgrading from 2022 to 2023 then you can use the licensing portal and i want to show you how it works so let's go ahead and discuss the features and then we'll get into the demonstration after that and then we can get to your questions there you go okay and this one we've looked at recently well recently within the last month or so um, I wanted to circle back around and look at it uh, is our uh, notifications history in jaws okay and we've talked about it but I, I this one I think is important enough that I was hoping to slip it back in here one more time as we talk about what's new and uh, it lets you review the notifications that you receive daily from Windows we looked at this oh it must have been in what February maybe. Larry may remember, I don't know, <laughs> but it, it doesn't matter. Um, it lets you take control of those notifications that come in all the time. I use it mostly for Outlook because I am constantly getting Outlook and Zoom, uh, Microsoft uh, Zoom for all the, the Zoom announcements that come through. Um, not Zoom, sorry, Microsoft Teams for all of the announcements that come in there as chats come in and other things are announced. Uh, I, I get Oh, I would say dozens, scores, bunches of, of announcements per day. And you can go in and review those notifications. Now, do you guys remember you do the insert space command? Space. And then N for announcements or notifications. Notification history. Recent notifications list box. Audio now unmuted. Zoom two fifty seven p.m. One of fifty one. So I did do a restart on my computer. It was about uh, maybe an hour ago, and I've got fifty one announcements. So <laughs> one a minute or so, uh, just since I've done a restart on the computer. And you'll notice a couple of things. I hope um, you will hear what the actual announcement was. You will be told what application uh, it came in. So in this case, it was Zoom. The announcement was audio now unmuted. And you get a time of when that actually happened, when it occurred, when the announcement was made. This is in reverse chronological order. So if I kept arrowing down, I would hear 
progressively earlier announcements. Now, if I hadn't restarted my computer, I would have announcements that go all the way back to 6 o'clock this morning. Um, that's a lot of announcements, I know. But uh, I've got stuff running, stuff making announcements. I think a lot of you probably know how that works. Um, this lets me have control over those notifications. And I can do a number of things with this. I can, I can hear those notifications. Um, I can talk about or control whether they're displayed in Braille or not, whether I hear them using speech or not. I can exclude specific notifications. If I didn't want to know when speech was unmuted anymore, I could actually tell JAWS not to tell me those things anymore. If I press the applications key on this announcement today, applications, context menu. There's a couple of things I can do here. Okay. The first one. Blank, blank. Now you're going to do that to me? Okay. Create rule dot, dot, dot. There one we go. of two. I can, see. I can create a rule. And if I press enter here, dot, dot, dot tells us there's some options that are going to come up. Don't show in history, dot, dot, dot. Two can, of two. I can tell D. it, don't show this in history. Don't do it. And just make it go away. If I choose to create a rule, let me press down arrow. Create rule, dot, dot, dot. I'll press one enter. of two. I'll press see. enter here. Enter. Leaving menus. Create rule dialog. Receive notification. Receive notification. Rule type combo box contains R. And I can I can control. I've got a rule type here. There's a combo. Let me tab. Leaving table. Edit. Audio now unmuted. Okay, that's there's my there's my my message. So I can tell it. Look, it will contain in this instance audio now unmuted. I could go in there, since you heard it's an edit field, and I could actually change the text it's looking for. I might look for unmuted. I might look for audio. There may be some variations, depending on if I get kind of variations on a theme. If I get, let's say, uh, messages from Microsoft Teams from specific teams that I'm on, I might have it look for, uh, I don't know, from Braille group or something like that. And the messages, the announcements might be slightly different. You know, message from Braille group. Um, you know, it could be on meetings from Braille group. I can I can grab just Braille group if I want to and put that in the edit field and then control how it handles those announcements, those notifications. Let me press tab here. Limit to notifications from Zoom checkbox checked. L. Okay. So I can limit this to notifications only from Zoom. In my case, I might limit it to Microsoft Teams. Speech or sound action. Speech action combo box. Mute. S. And I've got some options. I can mute this announcement or this type of announcement. Shorten. I can shorten it. Play sound. I can choose a sound to play in its stead. Speak the full message. That's obvious. Okay. So there's my, my options. Braille action. Braille action. And we won't go through them all, but I can choose actions for Braille to do so that I will. I can modify how this looks. I can shorten it. I can have it not appear on the Braille display at all. Don't show in history checkbox not checked. Don't show me this in history again. So I might let the full announcement occur, but I don't want it cluttering up my list of, hist of history notifications. I can make it go away. Okay button. Cancel button. And we're just going to cancel this action. Space. Notification history. Recent notifications list. So as you see, I've got a number of options there. Um, and again, it lets you actually control, take control of... Uh, of those announcements as they come in. So that is one of the things that I find uh, pretty useful. <clears throat> Excuse me. All righty. 
Um, the other one, again, we've talked about it, so I won't go real deep into it, but is smart glance. And the, the smart glance is used in the web, and it is because of the way web pages are, uh, well, how they're intended to look. Um, the Internet is, in large part, a, a visual medium, and developers assume that the folks browsing the web can see. So they're going to make the important things on screen pop. Okay, notice me, notice me. And they'll do that by uh, changing text font, text type, text styles, by doing things with background colors, um, certain text attributes to make that stuff stand out, to draw attention to it, to make you look, right? You heard the expression, made you look, right? So. I might apply different fonts to to different types of things on the screen. Um, if I want you to give, have you ever been to um, web pages for nonprofits and stuff? And you'll have a link that says "Donate," right? Donate, give to us. Um, uh, one of the things I think it's the Internet Archive. I, it, it's one of these that I, I visit, and it says um, "Buy a cup of coffee." And their point is, you know, donate as much as a cup of coffee to us. And I'm drawing a blank on who it is. But they might set that up so that that, that item, that donate to us, catches somebody's eye by making it much more visually outstanding. Um, status on a dashboard. Things that I want you to see um, will be set up. And one of the things that JAWS does is it ranks these items uh, in reverse order based on their infrequency of occurrence. So if I have a web page, and JAWS is looking at the text, of course, and it sees one item that is in a bold font, bigger size, different color, you know, maybe some attributes for, for making it underlined or shadowed or something, um, to, and it's the only one on the page that looks like that, it's going to be ranked as an important smart glance item. Uh, if there's several others that, that have maybe some different fonts and different colors, there's a couple, three of those. There might be a half a dozen that are in a bigger font, um, maybe different color, maybe not. You, you get the idea. So there is a uh, an inverse order to the importance of an item depending on how different it is, how much it stands out. And JAWS will say, okay, these are smart glance items, and it will let you know that those things are there based on their highlights and their other attributes. When uh, a page is first loaded, JAWS announces the number of uh, 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 glance highlight items on the page, along with the number of links, regions, and all the other stuff that you're used to hearing. Um, it also will play a sound as you're moving down through the page and you encounter um, one of these glance highlights. Okay, If you want to step from highlighted item to highlighted item, you can press Y or Shift Y. And I, I find this useful. As an example, since a lot of us use Bookshare, if I go to a page, I'm looking for a book, and um, you know, I'm looking for, I don't know, Run Silent, Run Deep by Edward L. Beach. It's about submarines in World War II. I will go into the page. I've done my search. Uh, the search takes me to a page and it opens. And one of the coolest things I discovered about how Bookshare is using um, their smart, well, they don't call them smart glance, but their highlighted items is if I start pressing Y to step down through 
um, the highlighted items, what Jaws would consider a a glance item, um, I can can press Y and it takes me right to the synopsis. So the synopsis of the story. Okay. And I can immediately step right to it. I used to, I used to have to set up a JAWS find. I'd look for the word S-Y-N or S-Y-N-O for synopsis and it'll let me find that. Okay. Um, that maybe sounds like a, a small thing, but it sure speeds up if I'm searching for a, a college text or just something cool to read. Um, it lets me do that really quickly. So I like that feature. You might use it in Amazon. You might use it uh, in a number of different places, but I can tell you I definitely use it all the time in Bookshare. <laughs> so that to me uh, is a pretty cool feature. Okay. And you just never know what text is going to show up as a glance highlight. It's true. Uh, you know, company slogans, mm-hmm. like if somebody wants you to know something about their company, who they are, sometimes that text will be, you know, larger font or different mm-hmm. colors, contact information, yes. you know, things like that synopsis that you're talking about that sound really small, but they're not. They're really big because now you've just found one more way to navigate quickly really to something on your page. That's right. You know who else does a good job with that? And I don't know if they did it on purpose. But uh, the lighthouse of the Palm Beaches. Ah, they are. I, I discovered this by accident. I was I was uh, going to do a demo with a different lighthouse, and I happened to have the lighthouse of the Palm Beaches bookmarked. And they've got. I don't know if they meant it, but one of the things that has the smart glance, it grabs the smart glance's attention, is their events calendar. You know, nice. And you in, yeah, you press Y, and it's the the first or second press, if I remember correctly, and you're popped right to the upcoming events calendar. So if I was a patron there, it would be the easiest thing to keep track of what's going on. So I don't know if they did it on purpose, but it works out really, really well. So I find that very cool. Okay. So that's that's smart glance. Another one, last one for me, and it's just one of these handy tools. Um, have you guys ever been to sites like YouTube? Um, some of the Google productivity sites, there's other sites. Uh, when you go there, you find that they've got their own set of keystrokes to make things work. And I think of YouTube because I, I'll go there to listen to stuff, uh, both for fun and uh, for school assignments recently. And uh, if I'm looking for the play pause button and that sort of thing, I've got to press B, 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 you know, button, 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 button to get down to it because JAWS quick nav keys are turned on to let me navigate through stuff on the internet. That's important. I want that until I hit a page like YouTube where they've got their own kind of infrastructure going. Now we've introduced a new command that will suspend and turn them off forever, just temporarily temporarily suspends the navigation keys. And if you press insert plus shift plus Z, insert shift Z, that'll temporarily turn off the quick nav keys, but it will leave your virtual PC cursor up and running so you can tab and shift tab to links and do some of the other stuff. But using my, my YouTube uh, example, I can press insert shift Z. And then if I want to uh, say play or pause my recording, all I have to do is press K, which is YouTube's command for play and pause without having to press B until I finally get down to the play pause button. So just as, as one example, and when I'm done, I can press insert. <laughs> I can't say it, but I can press it. I can press insert shift Z again to resume the quick nav keys. And it, uh, it happens much more quickly than I can say it today. So those are the two things I wanted to really kind of 
bring us back around to, to look at. I guess that was three things, wasn't it? Those are the three things I wanted to bring us back around to and kind of do a quick refresher on as we're talking about what's new, Liz. So I'm going to turn it your way, at least for now. Sure, sure. I want to talk about another new one that this came about in the February update. And also we've made enhancements in the April update as well. So for those of you who use the popular messaging WhatsApp application, you might use it on your phone. But you can also use it in Windows. Now, we have added scripts for with JAWS for using WhatsApp. And it's really important to note here, this is the WhatsApp application for Windows that you can get from the Microsoft Store. So some of those enhancements, things that you can do now, is it automatically announces incoming chat messages, and it'll play a sound when a contact is typing so that you know when a message comes in. And for those of you who may not be familiar with WhatsApp, this messaging application, you can you can type messages and you know read chat messages. You can also record and listen to voice messages and you can make audio and video calls. So it has a lot of robust features and it's it's widely used globally. And so I think this is really important enhancements, you know, that we have added here. Um so that you know when your contacts are typing, you know, you know when you're waiting on a message. You also have quick settings uh, when you press Insert V. Um, you can use Alt plus one through nine on the number row if you want to review the most recent nine messages. And then when you're reviewing those messages, if you add Shift to that it will display it in the virtual viewer. So if you want to actually read the message, navigate the message and, you know, read it word by word uh, or, you know, even copy the message or something like that. Let's say somebody sends you a phone number and address and, you know, a link or something, you could easily virtualize it and copy it. So those are just a couple of the enhancements. Now, in the April update, Um, we did make a couple more enhancements to that. So in WhatsApp, JAWS now continuously plays the sound to indicate when a contact is typing until the other user stops typing or sends the message. And so that way, you know, you know the person is still chatting with you. You don't have to sit there and wait and wonder, you know, you know. Um, so, you know, again, check that out. That's once again the WhatsApp application that you will find in for Windows in the Microsoft Store, because there is another app there. So make sure you uh, download the right one there from the Microsoft Store. Okay. All right. I am going to share my screen now, and we're going to talk about a couple of things here before we get to your questions. And I'm going to share JAWS here. Screen sharing me professional. All right, here we go. Title is screen sharing meeting. All right, can you guys hear that? Yes. yes. Okay, great. Okay, so how do you go about updating JAWS, Zoom Text, and Fusion? So I'm running JAWS. I'm not running Fusion here, but I did want to mention that for Fusion and Zoom Text, you're going to choose the Fusion. For Fusion, if, if for example, you're going to choose the Fusion menu, which you can press Alt-F to get to. And then manage license and check for updates. And it's going to be the same thing for Zoom Text, except you're going to choose the Zoom Text menu. You can press Alt-Z to get to that. Manage license and check for updates. And then you will get information about whether or not you have the most recent update. 
or whether you need to install the new update. So, and I wanted to make a point too here that the difference between an upgrade and an update. So when we release a new version, for example, 2023, or when we release 2024 later this year, those are upgrades. Those are different versions that we are releasing, complete upgrades. The, you know, the versions that come, the updates that come between, you know, for example, with 2023 for the February update, the April update, you know, they're going to be 2023 point, you know, something, 2023 point something else, you know, as each update is released. And we update about every eight weeks and we do introduce new features throughout the year. So, you know, you'll, you'll see some new enhancements and brand new features as the year progresses. And then usually, you know, our actual upgrades come out in October. So, all right. So I'm here. Well, actually, I'm not here in JAWS, but I'm going to navigate over to JAWS. We're going to do this from JAWS. Now that I've told you how to update from or update your Zoom text in Fusion, let's talk about JAWS. I am running JAWS from the system tray, which means here that I'm not running it as a separate window. So if I press Alt-Tab, I'm not going to get to a window that is, is the JAWS window. I'm going to press Insert J. And if you are running JAWS in its own window, if you press Insert J, you'll navigate. Focus will go to the JAWS window and you'll hear JAWS. If I press Insert J and I'm running it in the system tray, I'm going to hear this. J-A-W-L. Well, let's try that again. Leaving menu. J-A-W-S context menu. Okay, I, I must have done something in my dictionary, pronunciation dictionary there. But it should have said JAWS and context menu. And the reason it says context menu is now these menus that you have in the JAWS windows or the JAWS window come up here in a context menu. All right, so another way to do that would be to go to your desktop. If you don't have an insert key, for example, go to your desktop, locate the JAWS version like for example, 2023 and press enter. So we want to go, we want to press insert J, go to the JAWS or, you know, go to JAWS and then press alt H for help. In this case, since I'm in a context menu, I'm just going to press H. Command search insert plus space. All right. So the first item in the help menu, we're just going to walk through this help menu because there are a few things I do want to show you. Um, what we're looking for is actually the last item in the menu. So if I were to press up arrow, I would get to it. But we're we're going to walk through this menu to talk about a couple of other things. And then we're going to do the update, uh, check for update. So the first thing here is command search. That's a feature where you can search for JAWS commands. You're not sure Super what a command useful. is. Super oh, yeah, useful. absolutely. Absolutely. Training. There's your training. That's your basic training. JAWS help topics, J. We have JAWS help topics, which is that's going to give you information on a lot of different help, help topics to include what's new. We're going to get to that in a minute. Keyboard commands. Here uh, is where you can access list of keyboard commands. What's new, W. And we have what's new. Now, if I press enter here, we're going to get the same information that we get on the what's new page. So you can, you can always go to your... A web browser and type in what's new with JAWS 2023 and go to the page or go to Freedom Scientific and get to it that way. Or you can just go to the help menu here in JAWS and locate what's new and press enter. Leaving menus, JAWS 2023 help. All right. And when we do that, it, le it takes us to the JAWS 2023 help. And it's here in a tree view, which is, you know, we're here with in a 
we're hearing a list of topics of of help topics here, but we're we should be placed on what's new. And I'm going to use the say line command with the caps lock up arrow here. Topic: What's new in Jaws two of nine? Okay, what's new in Jaws? It's going to place focus on that. And we should be able to press F6 and automatically access that. It should have already selected it. If not, we could press Enter to select that topic. But I don't think we need to. We're going to press F6. Contents page. Link next. Alt plus F1. What's new? All right. So what it does is it brings us over from the tree view to this area where there's text. And now we can navigate just like we would uh, a do you know, any document, even on on web pages. We can press H here. What's new in JAWS? Heading level one. And then we can down arrow and you know navigate here to read about the new features and when we're finished uh we can either press f6 to go back to the tree view or alt f4 to exit help screen sharing meeting all right so i exited help i'm going to go back to uh to the help menu here insert j jaws context menu h command search insert plus all right so we're back at the top here on command search training command jaws keyboard what's new all right and there's our what's new so you know, when you install a new update, it's, you know, if you're not really sure what those new features or enhancements are, check out the what's new here within JAWS. Technical support. There's your tech support information. Web resources submenu. There's some web resources. About JAWS dot dot dot. Startup wizard dot dot dot. FS support tool dot license submenu. Here is where I wanted to go. Now, the first thing here is license. This is a submenu where I'm just going to right arrow to open it remove license we don't want to remove a license and actually yeah that would it's not you know if you had a perpetual license you could remove it from here or if we down arrow manage license on portal we could manage our home annual license on the portal which we're going to do here in just a minute we're going to talk about the portal so those are your two options here under license so let's close this with left arrow license sub menu l and let's down arrow Check for updates, dot, dot, dot. All right, so check for updates. That is the last item in this menu. So I'm going to press escape to get out of the menu Le and show you how to get there quickly. If you press insert J. J-A-W-S context menu. H for help or Alt-H if you are running JAWS in its own window. Command search. And you can press up arrow or you can press the letter P. How do I know that? Let me up arrow here. Check for updates, dot, 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 P. It said P. So I'm going to go ahead and press enter, but I could have just pressed the letter P. Leaving menus, desktop, ZP. And that's probably... So what it's going to do now... Title is... Let me see if I can cancel this, because I actually did screen, not mean to... Freedom Scientific. Do that? Okay. Zoom. Freedom, Scien freedom Scientific and dash I quote screen. Zoom. All right. Zoom. List item. Freedom Scientific and dash I... All right. Freedom. I think we're good. So... What it will do when you press enter on check for updates is it's going to go out and it's going to see if you have the latest update, the latest version. And if you don't, it's going to give you an option of installing it. So it's going to ask you, it's going to bring up a dialogue. It's going to say, are you sure you want, you know, this application to make, you know, make changes to your device? That's a standard thing that we see in Windows when we're up updating something or installing something. You're going to select yes. And then Let's say you haven't updated to the, to the April update. That new update, if you're running 2023, that new update is going to come up in a list. It's it's going to be a checkbox that you check. It'll be the only item in that list. And then you can tab to install. It's going to download and install that update. 
and then it will ask you to restart your computer. So, uh, you know, that's just a quick way to install it. Uh, you can do it right there from the software. And again, that's insert J, which takes you to JAWS, where those JAWS menus are, Alt-H or H to navigate to help, and then up arrow to get to check for updates and press enter, and it'll walk you through that process. All right, let me see how we're doing on time here. I want to... Okay, I want to briefly mention the portal. Freedom scientific. All right. Freedom. Uh, well, before I do that, let's talk about this for a second. I'm here on the Freedom Scientific website. So let's say that you just wanted to download the update you know, from the site here. You wanted some information about that. Freedom Scientific. You can look for downloads on this page. So I'm going to press Control F for find. Jaws find dialog. And I'll type in downloads and enter. Link collapse menu downloads. And that's a that's a link, but it's also a menu and it's collapsed. So if I press space, navigation region, it should open it and we can down arrow. List of 14 items, link Jaws. And right here we have Jaws. Link fusion. Fusion. Visited link zoom text. Zoom text. So if we wanted to download and install any of these, we could press enter on the one that we want. It would take us to that page. And then we would have some download links and we could choose the product that we wanted. So that's just how, that's another way to get there. It's another way to, to do it. All right. So I wanted to mention the portal for managing your home annual license. And these, this is a great place to go if you want to install JAWS on another computer or, you know, install your software on another computer no matter what that software is, you have the option of uh, installing it on three, up to three computers. And so let's check out the portal. You can either go to portal.freedomscientific.com or you can do it from within the menu. So let's go back to the JAWS menus here with insert J and then H. JAWS context menu, commands. And that was under license. So let's go back up to, I'm going to up arrow to license. Check license submenu. And I'll right arrow to open that. Remove license. And I'll down arrow. Manage license on portal M. And I'm going to press enter on manage license on portal. Leaving menus. Untitled Google Chrome FS. Link expanded menu. Link collapse. Freedom science. Alert. 55. 55. Okay. So it took a minute to load. I had the Freedom Scientific page up. Now, I'm already logged in, but if you're not already logged in, you will be prompted to enter your email address and password, and you will have created this email address, or not created the email address, but you'll have created this account using an existing email address and a password that you choose or that you create when you uh, purchased your home annual software. So here we are. Product. I am logged in. Now we have a, a few things we can do here. We can check out the portal. Save freedom science. Well, I'm going to down arrow through these different options here. Visited link graphic freedom to navigate through items about menu use JAWS key plus alt plus R to read descriptive text. So we have an about menu. That's going to tell us all about the portal and everything that you need to know about using the portal. Contact menu to expand, present, manage, use JAWS key plus alt plus R to read. Now we have a manage. So here you can manage your products or your profile. List of two items to go to use. So the, the main thing that I like to do when I get to the portal, though, is just press the letter H because it's going to take me to the first heading. Product details heading level one. And this is the product details for uh, the product that I have selected. And I'm going to talk about that here in just a second. But 
let's down arrow and read that. 55 days left. So I have a 55 product organization volume. I have an organization volume annual license, and that's just something that is from a company here, you know, obviously Vespero. So, um, and so it's telling me I have 55 days left before I have to renew it. Expiration date, 6 slash 7 slash 2023. It tells me when it expires. 55 days left, serial number. Fifth issued by free remote access notes checkbox checked on. You could make notes about this here. Notes, edit, add notes button, show all of my products button. There is where we can talk about how to show all of our products. I'm going to show you that briefly. Three of three installs detected. Now, this is the important part. So, I have this installed on three different computers. Two are work computers, one of which I no longer have. I had to send it back uh, and got a new one. But I I guess I forgot to deactivate on that computer, but that's okay because you don't have to have that computer to deactivate it. So if you have a computer that you have JAWS on, something happens, it's not working anymore, and you know you can't actually uninstall JAWS or anything like that, don't worry about it because you can deactivate it here. Same thing if you go to, let's say you go to visit your cousin and you're there for a few weeks and you're using her computer because you really need to use JAWS. She's not a JAWS user, so you're going to you know, install JAWS, activate that computer in the portal. And you come home and you think, oh, no, I forgot to deactivate it. She's going to uninstall JAWS. That's okay because you can do it right from here. So here's where we, we have headings for each computer that's activated. F-S-I-L-P-T-H. Now, this name really has no meaning, but I know that this is one of my work computers because of when this was installed. Activation date 6 slash 14 slash 2022. Deactivate FSILPT8013. Activated 6 slash 14 slash 2022 button. So that's, I could deactivate it right there. Um, and so the other two, it just shows me, you know, the other two computers that I have it on as well, which is my current work computer and a different one. But again, if I was going to get, you know, a new computer, I would not have any activations left unless I deactivated one of these. Now, all right, I want to give you guys time to ask questions, but I will show you this quickly. Let's go back up to this button here. Show all of my products button. So here's where I could go to show all of my products, which would show you, you know, my home annual license that I have. And then this license as well, it'll show you expired licenses. For example, if my home annual is expired, it would show me that and it would give me a button. It would, you know, I'd have a button to renew that. Um, so that's where you would go to view all of your different products if you have them. If you just have one, then that's okay. Um, but you just enter on the product that you want and it'll show you the page that looks just like this that tells you how many activations that you have. Even if it's expired, it'll still tell you how many computers it was activated on. Okay, Stephanie, you should be allowed to Hello. unmute. There hey, there you are. It's like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't rush, just go fast. <laughs> on, uh, Jew, on the JAWS uh, Infusion uh, Zoom text, okay, what does the edge margin do? What does it actually do? I mean, it, it, okay, so it handles visually the edge of the, I say the edge of the screen for one of a better way to say the edge of the window. There we go. Can be handled in two ways as you, let's say you're moving your mouse pointer. My example was to the left, could be to the right, right? As in, in the normal tracking view, um, it, your focused item is kept in the center of the screen, so you can see it while it's magnified, and you know the other stuff is around it. And that works as you're moving your mouse 
things scroll left or scroll right. Your, 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 your background, let's call it, your window scrolls left or scroll right. Your focused content is in the center of the window. As you, I was wondering about that because I do have I do have Jaws Infusion twenty twenty three. Sure. As you approach the edge, once the edge of the window you know, hits the edge of your monitor, let's call it there, they're equal. Then your mouse starts to travel to the left. You can't scroll any further left. You can't scroll that window any further left. So then your mouse begins to move off of the center and goes to the left to indicate where you are in relation to the edge of the screen. Um, if you do the true tracking we change that up a little bit. And so instead of scrolling left, scrolling left, scrolling left, and when your window becomes equivalent to the edge of your screen stopping, it says, hey, you're still scrolling left. And so the edge of the window begins to move across your screen toward the center as you keep pushing it. You know, you're scrolling left, so it's being pushed to the right. And a background color appears just as if you've slid that window more and more and more and more, right? Until, of mm-hmm. course, you reach the edge. So it, it gives you kind of a visual concept of, oh, you're coming to the edge. Look, your, your, your point of view stays centered in the middle of your screen, but that window is going to keep, if I'm moving left, that window edge is going to slide to the right. Does that make sense? Yes. That's what it does. So it gives you kind of a... Mm, I, learned, I like learning all these new things. You know, I may be totally blind, but I like, but I like hearing how other people do things. And yep. And the equivalent would be, let's say you've got a, your, your, your window's the braille paper behind a, a frame, and you slide that left or right. Well, your focus stays in the middle, but when the edge of that paper hits the edge of the frame and you keep scrolling left, you'll see that paper keeps sliding to the right, and the background appears. Good? I, yeah, I removed her permission. That's all right. I think okay. she sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have uh-huh. Deborah with a question. Deborah. Okay. Hello, Ron. How are you? It's uh, it's Deborah here. Um, I got a. Uh, I'm on David Goldfield's uh, announcement list. Good stuff. And yes, yes. Um, now he gave us a, a sort of a, a heads up about um, a new Jaws update. Now I have um, what is it? Jaws twenty twenty two. I can't remember how to figure out what what uh, what I have but um, I tried to uh, update my jaws the one time and I guess it was um, I, uh, let's see um, how, how can I ask this question any updates like if you have jaws already like if I have jaws 2020 um, Two, I think that was the last one, and I update to um, this new Jaws. Does does that mean um, do you, do you have to pay for like all the the updates? Um, well, you're you're only one numbered version behind. If you're 2022, and if mm-hmm. you're are, are you purchasing an annual license or it's, where it renews yearly, or have you got the the uh, what do they call that, Liz? I just lost it. Not eternal. The ILM <laughs> perpetual 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 yeah. license. That's almost yeah. eternal, right? Anyways, which um, one do you have? I think you you um, I I the last I I knew I I wasn't able to update any further without having okay. to um, 
pay. Uh, right. I wouldn't normally. I wouldn't mind well, paying for it, but I, yeah, I have to. I have to um, save up for a braille display. Mm-hmm. That's all. Um, of us. We're all there for sure. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this new uh, latest announcement um, would would does this um, give you new? Um, just is this for? Oh, I can't explain the way I want to ask it. I'll um, tell you. If, yeah. you, if you purchase the the 2023, uh, you mm-hmm. know the, the license for the for the year, you're going to get all of the new features that we've talked about. The first the first release of that came out in October. We had another one. Was it January, Liz? I believe December, January, December. I think December. Okay, yep. and then there was a February, February release, and then yep, now in April. April. And what happens is our our development team is constantly. Um, keeping up with Windows because Windows is making changes in the background. There's fixes that happen, mm-hmm. bug fixes. So that new build would uh, get you those things. Um, I don't know if there's more questions. I want to fit us in, but send me yep. an email, rmiller, R-M-I-L-L-E-R, at thesparrow.com, and we can we can dialogue about this uh, as much as you need for clarification, okay? Okay. okay. But you bring sure. up a great question, and, mm-hmm. and I think this does is is something we need to clarify, too. You know, you the versions, the upgrades every year, the different 2022, 2023, yeah. the different numbered versions are the paid versions, but everything that comes in between the 2023 point, you know, one, what I, mm-hmm. I'm making up a number here, but 110 <laughs> and 111, you know, those are your updates that you get. That's you part know, you of don't what have to pay build. for. Right. 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 They're called incremental updates. Yes. You get okay. them as part of what yes. you pay. So if you okay. if you buy the 2023 license, you will get December, February, April, whenever we roll it out again. Right. July, I don't know. You'll keep getting those for the whole. Uh, now the 20 the, the license is that is as expensive as the um, the the uh, like the Jaws software is that um, is that the, it's not as much as the new. Let's no. let's take I'll email yes. yeah because I'll I'll get that for you. We'll get you talking to our customer service folks and. Yep. we can look. You're only you're only updating the one year, so it's 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 sort of cumulative. But you're only you know it's just now turned 2023. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks, Ron. Good. I'll look for your email. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else we want to squeeze in here? Got about two minutes. I know. <laughs> All right. I gave Penny permission. Okay, great. I was just going to ask about Penny, maybe. All right, and I know this is a little off the subject, but I, I need to ask it. Are y'all going to have any time soon a training on how to deal with the contacts or the address book and Outlook? As, as a matter of fact, we are. <laughs> She's been paying attention. I'm sorry. Oh, go good. ahead. I didn't interrupt you. <laughs> when, when is it? Next <laughs> week? Oh. I want to <laughs> say maybe. I need to look at that. It, um, I don't have that in front yeah, of me. Yeah, I don't either, but if, if uh, I don't think I have time to do it before we end here. It's like coming uh, soon. No, I don't expect you to do it today. <laughs> well, if you'll, send, if you'll send an email to training at com, I will make sure you get the schedule so that you can see when okay. that is coming up. Okay, that's great. And I also yes. was wondering about training for Zoom commands because I'm finding this week I tried to set up a Zoom meeting and to do the invitation, and I was having trouble with it. And I don't know if it's because of their update or if there's some changes or JAWS commands that I don't know. So I'll be happy to email you yes. a request for those. Email me the issues that you're experiencing, because we do have some training. But if, if it's beyond that training, if it's something else, we can help you walk through that. 
Uh, so check out our training schedule on our training page at freedomscientific.com forward slash training. It's the first heading after the main heading that says training center. And you can just press enter and go to that page and you'll see everything that we're doing for the month of April. And we're going to update that very soon for May. Thanks for being with us, everybody. Liz, thank you so much for coming on board. Oh, thanks, Ron. Yeah. Make me look better because you're great. (laughs) You do great. (laughs) All right. Thank you, everyone.